What's up, butt bucks? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, fellas? It is draft week. <laughs> it's your boy, the fantasy assassin, alongside your humble commish. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? What's going on, Dan? What's going on, Dan? You excited? Woo, so excited. So excited. I think you can hear the excitement in our voices, folks. I think you can hear the excitement in our voices. The, the yes, keg's boys. ready. The food's ordered. What? Ready to go, man. Ready hey, to go. Um, Dan, can What's you up? answer this for all the, the listeners out there? Are we getting yep. a keg? Uh, did I say keg? Sorry, I mean, we're doing, we're doing a different assortment of beers, whatever you like. It's, uh, uh, B, it's BYOB this year. so. Okay, cool, like. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah um... Hey, did I tell you that my flight got canceled? Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm excited. I'm excited, though. It's going to be a good time. Always is, and uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. You and me both, man. I think, I think we've gotten to the point where we all, we all get excited for this time of year. We get excited for the draft. So we've got a good, good group of people. See, for everyone else, they say Christmas comes in December on the 25th. For me... December comes in late August, early September. It's funny. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything. I'll leave it at that. All right. All right. Yeah, let's not get you in trouble. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to jump right in here. we got a fun, fun last pod here before the draft. Um, we're going to talk about some keepers. Ooh, keepers. Uh, but we also have some um, rule changes that we're going to kind of recap and then some news and then a fun little tidbit that I like to call the real way to draft a man's way to draft or woman but a real man or a real woman's way to draft so uh without further ado let's go ahead and start with the news um so your boy flash gordon he back he back he is he's back and he came back at the right time man. he came back he he knew we were drafting soon he goes you know what butt bucks i'll do it for you i'll come back so uh He's back. He's he's back for the the Patriots, right? He's he's gonna be slotted right back to where he was, I I believe, and he's gonna be a very relevant fantasy player this year as long as he's on the field. Yeah, you know what? He's shown it before. Yep. The 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 sheer fact that he doesn't really need to play football in order to be good at football. Yes. Really, really weird, but yeah, he's shown that he can be a freaking stud. Um and not really have to be there a hell of a lot, so it's an interesting, oh, interesting da, da, situation. Da, da, da. We just got more breaking news. What? Just came in live on the pod. Live the on Arizona, the pod. Arizona Cardinals are closing in on a deal for free agent Michael Crabtree. No, just to add, wow. Just to add to the to the wide receiver mix that we just talked about from the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> so yeah. Hey, well, I think that means. Um. Well, Kevin White's already gone, so I'll tell you what it means. What does it mean? What does it mean? It means that my choice at the very first pick, one one, is that much harder. Do I take Michael Crabtree now? I don't know what to do, man. Shit. I know. I know. Well, I mean, okay, I know that's funny and all, but in all seriousness, <laughs> now, do you take Kyler Murray at your first pick, or do you let somebody else get him? Well, he there's no way he's gonna make it to the end of the second round now. There's right. no way. Yeah. So if you're going to take him, you better take him if he's still sitting there in the first. That's true. Just saying. That's true. Just saying. But yeah, man, speaking of the draft, we did do a, a couple rule changes that will kind of, I guess, 
change a little bit of maybe some draft strategy. Oh, yeah. And I think the big one that we'll touch on real quick, just to remind people, is that the vote did go through. What passing vote? The vote for touchdowns. Oh. Dave is an excited man. He may draft with no pants. I don't know. Hey. Just saying. He might not have pants on because QB passing touchdowns are now six points. Awesome, man. Awesome. And yeah, I voted for it. Accordingly. And uh, I'm excited for it. Six points yeah. per touchdown pass. Woo! And uh, the other one now, the other rule change that is definitely cor- correlates to the draft is now you don't have to draft a kicker or a defense if you don't want to, man. Right. Well, yeah, kicker, defense, or hey, if you don't want to draft a running back, you don't have to yeah. draft one. That's, that's very, it's very true. It's co- completely up to you. Hey, very if true. you only want to draft... 15 quarterback because you want to narrow down on the quarterback market and screw everyone else that is your prerogative yeah, man. and you hey it's it. it's a zero it's a zero rb zero wide receiver zero tight end strategy and um i haven't ever seen it before but there's only one way to find out how it'll work so if if somebody went 15 qbs yeah do you think they would have a hundred percent chance at hitting on one of those no because i would have uh patrick Mahomes. Ooh, okay yeah. Uh, so yeah. So like like we said, we don't have, you don't have to draft a kicker, you don't have to draft defense, but they do need to be in your lineup. Come week one, week two, same yes, old sir. same old routine. Uh, I I like it because we do draft. You know, ten days. It's like ten days before the, yep. the season starts, maybe eleven. So that's still that's still a good little chunk of time to maybe draft a flyer and see, and just see what happens for those next you know ten days. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I think it's great. Great, great rule, great rule. Necessary. Yeah, the last rule change that we'll just touch on real quick was the draft pick trading. If you do any trades for draft picks in 2020, uh, you do have to, the person, both people in the trade have to pay their entry fee for the next year. But Absolutely. That being said, Manesh, as you open the show of how a real man drafts, draft pick trading might go away if we... Uh, go this route. What if route we go this route. So yeah, like I said, a real man or a real woman's way to draft is not via this bullshit ass snake, um, the slithering sneaky snake. It's it's more the auction style draft, man. That's where hardcore fantasy football players go. And uh, I'll give you a quick quick little spiel on it. So the way that we work right now, um, we basically draw. Um, draw numbers out of a hat and what ends up happening is yeah okay great so my number came up 12 so I pick at 12 or my number came up first so I'm gonna pick out one but there's not a lot there's not it's still so much up to chance as to what happens your predetermined positions are already set whereas in an auction style draft you can go after the players that you want to go after you're not hell-bent to the rules of having to you know, pick players the, whenever they fall to you and however they fall to you. You're, you're, you start off in auction style of drafting with a set amount of dollars. So, for instance, let's say we have about 14 or 15, or we have 15 roster slots. We come up with $200 to spend on 15 roster slots, and you choose to spend it however you want to spend it. Now, at the end of the at the end of the day, you just have to fill up all of your 15 spots. And there you go. That's your team. But the thing is, 
I don't have to wait if I pick at number one all the way to number 24 to pick up my second player and then 25 and then be just sitting around again for 24 picks or 22 picks. I can actually go in on back to back to back on players that I actually want to get. So if you see Christian McCaffrey out there and he's at the price point that you want to pay for him, you can say, hey, I want to spend $50 on Christian McCaffrey. No one else wants to spend any more. Well, there you go. Now you know that Christian McCaffrey is your guy. You're the one putting out the money that you feel that he deserves to be spent on. And you're the one that acquires the rights to draft and play Christian McCaffrey. Very, very easy concept to understand. It's basically that you start off with a set amount of dollars. Generally, the star players go for higher amounts. And then the less good players go for lesser amounts. You build your team up with a bunch of stars and a and a, you round it out with a bunch of $1 players, and there you go. You have a squad. Sounds like basically fab for the draft. It's fab for the draft, and it's a hell of a lot more fun than is the snake draft. I'm in. I'm in for auction. I think it'd be great uh, to give it, give it a try, give it a shot. And uh, I will say that even given our status right now, how we're kind of going, we can still implement our keeper with the auction-style drafting because... Uh, whatever ends up happening is, well, what happens right now is, let's just say that I paid $5 last year for Pat Mahomes. Well, this year I would get him for $5, right? Well, last year I drafted him in the 11th round. You just take an aggregate of what percent you think that, that um, or a lot of these sites go out there and give you an aggregate of what the dollar amount should be for a player that's drafted in the 11th round. You take that and assign that value to whatever your keepers are currently. And boom, that's how much we would take out of that budget. I like it. I like it, man. It's definitely something to consider, and it's definitely something that we would have to decide on um, just that way with, you know, trading traffic. Obviously, that would go away. Um, right. Well, you can trade dollars then for next year. Okay. So you would end up getting more money or less money to spend on your draft. Gotcha. Okay. But, again, we can still institute the same rule where you must pay in order to trade draft dollars for next year. Yes. Yes, no doubt. Um, cool. I think that's something the league should definitely, everybody else in the league should uh, definitely think about. I think we got two votes for it right here. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, man, you ready to jump in these keepers? I'm ready to jump in. Let's jump on in. Who's our first keeper? We got old, I think uh, it's a guy that you know, you're pretty familiar with. So our first keeper, we'll go with Nick. Uh, Nick, who is not picking until the sixth round, actually has a player that's going higher than is in the sixth round, and he's actually getting him in the 11th round. So it's none other than your boy, your actual boy, from your Niners, tight end, George Kittle. Ooh, George Kittle, man. That's, that's, uh, that's some great value keeping him in 11th, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, man. You could have had that value and you decided, hey, you know what? Okay. I don't want it. So. I did. I said, I don't need that. Get out of here. Get that yeah. out of here. What? George Kittle? What? He's awesome. Exactly. I don't want him. Let me trade him away. He's only on my favorite team. He is awesome. He is hurt right now, so hopefully he, he'll be out there week one. Um, but, yeah, man, great value in the 11th, finished as a number three tight end. Uh, so you can't beat that. can't beat that value. He's, he should be another, be the focal point again in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Uh, and he's, like you said, Nick's not choosing, not picking till the sixth round. So it would be a good, you know, spot, I guess, or a good. We only play one tight end, so get that out the way for Nick. He's got a top three tight end, and then he can just worry about the rest of his roster and build it as he sees fit from the sixth round on. Um, 
Absolutely. He doesn't have many options, so that's what he has to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Do you have anything you'd like to add about George Kittle? No, I think it's just funny that Nick has no picks in the first six rounds, so that's, that's what I'd like to add. It's great. <laughs> Nick's, uh, I think Nick's going to run the board for, for the first uh, half of the draft. There we go. I like I mean, it. I he's like gonna, it. He's got to keep himself busy because it's either he gonna, he's going to be busy or he's going to be drunk off his ass <laughs> by the time he's got a pick. So, oh, Jesus. Jesus. You know, we need, to do, uh, we need to do some bets on who's going to finish last next year. Ooh, I like it. That's what, that's what I like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll take some bets at the draft. How about that? We'll get we'll get some pot going. I think I think the two is gonna be Chris and Nick. That's gonna be uh, voted on the most or put the most money down on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at yeah. least Nick has a early round draft pick. So that's nice. You Chris? Yeah. Sorry, Chris does. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he doesn't have a first. He has a second and a third. No fourth. <laughs> oh, my God. But speaking of Chris, man, that's great, man. We were talking about Chris. Chris is next with his keeper of Tyler Boyd in the seventh round. Yeah, you know what? He doesn't have a first-round pick. But you know what he does have? He has a keeper. That's a fourth-round pick. So it's like he's getting a fourth-round pick. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Nice spin on it. Makes him feel better. I feel better about himself. I hope he does it because uh, it's good value. I mean, three rounds. Um, you know, solid player there in Tyler Boyd. But, you know, you could have had a first-round pick had you not sold your soul last year, Chris. So uh, there you go. So Tyler Boyd um, currently going at the end of the fourth round. Yep, good value there. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, and then with A.J. Green out as well, uh, Tyler Boyd should see a little uptick in targets, I would think, until – AJ Green comes back. Yeah, but you know, as we discussed before, um, I don't know if that's going to necessarily benefit Chris or not, or not benefit him. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that he'll be more efficient when AJ Green's out or less efficient. So, I think what history tells us is that he's not going to have that uptick is not going to result in a tremendous amount more fantasy value. Yeah. And uh, I think there's still a the Red Rocket throwing the ball. Not always the best thing. So it's not always the best thing. So yeah, he usually misses uh, quite a few times throughout the season and throws <laughs> it to the team in the other color jersey. So there's that. Yeah, take a shot, take him in seventh. He could be maybe your wide receiver too. Let's see what happens. There it is. Yeah, but there's even a better wide receiver being kept uh, than Tyler Boyd if if you if you believe that. Um, does does he come with some good um good uh? Ooh, do it. Say it. Say it. it. Some say good it. juju. Ooh, there it is. Oh, oh, oh! It's Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> what? I didn't even know that. Oh wow. man, that is, you're on the money. Wow. Good old Juju, man, losing Antonio Brown, and what, Juju last year. Even with Antonio Brown, Juju had 166 targets last year, which is yeah, which is crazy. Like, yeah. And Antonio Brown had 169. And that's gone. Poof, <laughs> gone. I think... Uh, like it was never there. Exactly, man. Dave <laughs> Dave gets to keep him in the second round this year. Jeff in the third, obviously, last year. He's in the second this year. Uh, so he, I think he's... I think Juju's ADP is in the seconds. So he's keeping him right at his ADP. Uh, but he's just assuring himself that he... 
gets to keep Juju, a player on his favorite team. <laughs> good value. I mean, I mean, well, not not good value. I'll just say standard value because that's yeah. where he's going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, he gets it. He gets him now. He doesn't have to fight for him or worry about it. Worry about it at all. No. Nope. It's his guys. I mean, just I'm just double check. Where is he going? Juju. Uh, yeah. Mid uh, mid oh, mid second 18. round. Yeah. Yep. So that's where he's that's where he's getting right there in the middle of the second round. Yep. So yeah, he's getting right right where he's going anyway. But yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm showing a little bit higher, so he might be getting a little bit better value because I'm showing him at about an ADP of fourteen, fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it would be interesting to see what Juju does. Yeah. You know, for how, sure. How crazy he goes this year with Antonio Brown right. and how he handles being the number one wide receiver. Will be fun. Yeah, man. So who do we got next? next? Who's next? Uh, well, the guy that's been giving us full-on Chubs this off-season, none other than our boy Nick Chubb. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jayton's got Nick Chubb. He's keeping him in the second round. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I think it's I think it's great. Especially uh, it was funny. Jayton messaged me about. Three weeks ago, he said, hey, man, what's the cost of Chubb? I said, well, it's his ADP. Right now, he is, according to Yahoo, his ADP is 16th overall. Mm -hmm. So it'll be a, a second-round pick. He goes, okay, cool. He never said, that's who I want. He just said, okay, cool. And then two weeks later, the news of um, Duke Johnson getting, tr getting traded happens. Oh. And Jayden <laughs> messages me. He said, hey, man, uh, I'm, putting in, I'm putting in Nick Chubb right now. His ADP went from 16 to like 12.8 or something like what? that. What? Yeah, it jumped. So he he held on to that second round keeper status. But Damn. It was, it was close, man. So it is close because now he is in the first round. Is he? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm showing. Okay, so I have a couple different things. So I'm showing his ADP is actually in the second round. Okay. Um, but I'm showing that he's ranked higher. So I'm thinking that the ADP may not be adjusted for the amount of times that he's gone higher now because of a Duke Johnson being out. Yeah. Um, either way, man, he put it in at just the right time. And just the right time. And we didn't, we talked about Nick Chubb on our AFC North episode, but that was when they still had Duke Johnson. That's right. Uh, and you, I think you're a Browns fan. I can't remember. Um, yeah, you know, I dabble. You dabble, you dabble in the brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what's your feelings after they they traded Dookie? I see what you did there. That was you good. Like that? Yeah. Thank that, you. That was, I, I do like that. <laughs> um, I don't think it changes my feelings too much. I don't think I was super high on Duke Johnson to begin with, just mm -hmm. because I loved I loved him the player. I love him for depth. But I, I do feel like the Browns went super heavy into Nick Chubb last year after trading away Carlos Hyde. Um, instead of kind of splitting the work evenly or having more of a committee between those two, they really, really just focused on Nick Chubb. And so I expected and anticipated something very similar until Kareem Hunt came back. Um, the one thing that worried me was Nick Chubb's injury history. And so, which I, I mean, that still worries me, obviously, because there's not a lot of depth now behind him. Um, they do like Hilliard as the passing down back in Cleveland, but even still, 
Uh, Nick Chubb's going to be the bell cow back and um, I mean, yeah, eight weeks. What is it? Eight, ten weeks without Kareem Hunt? That's mm -hmm. pretty nice. You're going you're gonna to see a lot of Chubb running up and down that field. That's all I got to yeah. say. So I, think, I think it's great. I mean, for Jaden, gets to lock in his RB1 in the second round and you know, has has a little more options that he can play around with in the first round. Absolutely. Uh, all right, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> got? I know that Chub that Chub is distracting. His yeah, head. It, just, it just caught my eye. I know, this not even a half. Um, so next up, that, how do you say that? Is that my homes? Nope. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he is my homes. He's your homes. Okay. My homes. Cool, man. Who is he? Is he, is he going to be the QB1 again at the end of the year? That is my thoughts. Think so? Yep. I'll tell you a fun fact. Uh, in the last decade, the QB1 from the previous year has never been the QB1 the next year. But if That's not a very fun fact. That's, a, oh, that's, a, that's actually a, a not fun fact. Oh, sorry. It was fun for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think there's... If there's anyone who could do it, I think it's Patrick Mahomes who could break that streak. I would tend to agree. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Um, you know, got his full plate of weapons coming back again now, so um, don't have that kind of black cloud hanging over us. And, you know, me and Pat, man, we're ready. We're ready to hit the ground. We're ready to go. We're ready to roll. We're ready to it's do too, this thing. Two good, good buds, huh? It's ready it's to... Two good buds. Ready to play fantasy football together. Yeah. <laughs> and score six points per touchdown pass. Ooh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how this year goes compared to last year. In the eleventh round. Hell yeah. So since you're getting in eleventh, I mean obviously you are two quarterbacks. You can take another one like round three or four, something like that. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably Andrew Luck. You know, it worked for me last year, so I might as well just do it again. But I want to make sure I don't lose out on him, so I might go in the second round. Uh, well, now I know what I got to do in the first round. Yeah. Suckers. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of Mahomes being a great keeper in 11, there's another really good keeper in the 10th. And this would be three years in a row, I think. Three. This would be number three, I think. That. Yeah, man. And actually, you know what? I forgot to mention this, but I think that we should try and at least instill moving forward a cap to the amount of time years that we can keep a player. Or um, what a lot of people do is, um, well, I know we're doing it as well, but um, bumping them up around each year that you keep the player. Now, it's nice that... Uh, he did a good job and drafted this guy so late three years ago, but there also becomes a point where we should try and reward someone or let someone else have um, their fair little, share at this player. A little taste of Kamara? Yeah, a little taste. Just a little uh, taste. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one thing I did not vote on in the messenger uh, because I knew I'm, you're not the only one who's brought this to me or to my attention. There's other people in yeah. the league who want to discuss it, so I figured we'd just discuss it in the draft since it doesn't have any bearing on uh, this year. On this year's draft, right? You know, and, so. and here's the thing, actually, I don't think it has a bearing on these 12 players because I think they're grandfathered in. That's my exactly. thought. 
And so I think we should not too. reward Tommy. I thought I don't, I don't think we can take this away from Tommy. Yeah, and that's that's what other people have said as well. So it oh, sounds like sounds like other people are you and other people are on the same page. Nice. Um, but yeah, we'll discuss that on Saturday. Oh, they sound very reasonable. Who's who are these other people? Are you sure they're in our league? <laughs> now that you say that, I think it is my other league. <laughs> there you go. That makes more sense. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we'll discuss that, and we'll try to. What are your we'll thoughts on this? We'll just kind of see. For me, it, it doesn't matter to me. I, I, I'm fine if we keep him forever. I'm fine if we want to put a three-year cap on it. it I honestly don't care. I know uh, before last year, some uh, people didn't like being able to keep him for an extended period of time because every year we use Kamara as an example. Is for the past couple of years he's been a first round draft pick. You get him so late, you know that's yeah. a huge advantage over everybody else. Right. But then Tommy went out and finished last last year, so then you're like, okay, well, you know, we all think we know what's going to happen. Yeah. But we have no idea what's going to happen until it right? happens. Yeah. We we thought he kept Kamara. Now he's going to add another running back, and he's just going to be crazy good. And we were all wrong, you know. So. I'm cool with it either way, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kamara, great pick. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, they use Latavius Murray is the same way they use Mark Ingram. Are they gonna say Lata- Are they gonna say Kamara? This is your backfield. It's all you. I tend to think they're gonna split it like they always have just because Sean Payton said that Kamara is soft, so I don't think he wants him to be a workhorse. That's so nuts. It is it's crazy. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I would have thought Kamara had carried the ball at least over 200 times once in his career, but he hasn't. You know, so I think there's a reason for that, and Sean Payton said he's soft. That's the reason. He's only been in the league, what, two years? Three years. This will be year four for him. Really? I think, yeah, yeah, his rookie, I think it was year four. Let's, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Because if that's the case, then, I mean, I don't know. Oh, uh, this is year number three. I thought this was year number four. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. This is only his third year. Okay. So, well, first year he had 120, last year he had 194, so he, he might break that 200 this year. Yeah, man. I mean, the first year, it was AP and Mark Ingram ahead of, well ahead of Kamara coming into the season. Yeah, I remember AP giving Sean Payton his stink eye on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. And then he got traded. <laughs> then he got traded. Um, but yeah, great, great value. Obviously, tenth round. He's gonna, he would have, he probably would have been the first pick this year if he was uh, available. But he's not. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm just saying he probably would have been, especially since dumb Zeke wants to hold out. Oh, you're you're saying that it's that easy for you? What do you mean? You're saying you would have gone Kamara. If. Yeah, if Zeke's Zeke, gonna hold out, then yeah, Kamara's yeah, like here, yeah, yeah. undisputed. Yeah, he would have been, he would have been the guy. Wow, um, interesting. 
for me. Very, very interesting. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on yeah, to let's Matt. Move on. Let's move so, on to his yeah, keeper. Matt's next. Um, yes. And he's keeping his guy in the sixth round. And he's got uh, my old draft pick, Sony Michelle. He bounced around the league last year a little bit. A little bit, yeah. He, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't trade him to Matt, so somehow he's still found his way there. Yeah. <laughs> then I traded him to Matt. There it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was a little worried about Sony a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I'm still uh, worried about Sony. A couple you? seconds ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, just because like I mean, I don't know, man. He just doesn't catch the ball. I'm not worried about him on the field. I'm worried about. I'm not worried about him off the field. I'm just worried about him and what his upside is. I was more worried about him off the field. Yeah. The or injury-wise, right? You're saying. Yeah, because he had that knee scope, and then it seemed like a couple of weeks in the training camp he wasn't really out there. But now he is, and reports are they're like they're really working him into the passing game. They are. They're trying. Yeah, they're saying. Trying to. So we'll see. Which obviously, if he doesn't catch the ball, then that will hurt his. Upside, but you know what I, mean, I think? I think there's a very realistic chance that Damian um, Harris is the lead lead back by midseason. Think so? Yeah, man. He's a Nick Saban like son. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think it it, it could happen. Um, I I don't think I think it'd take an injury to Sony though. I think. Sony proved last year that he's capable of being that guy. Mm, interesting. Well, he did score the only touchdown of the game, so. Of the he did, Super Bowl, right? he, looked, so. he looked great. Uh, I was listening to something. If, if you, he played, last year he played 16 games if you include the playoffs. Right. And he had, I think he had 1,200 yards and like 15 touchdowns or something like that. It's good. I mean, it's great. It, it's really good. So that's why I think it would take an injury for, for Harris to take over that job. Yeah. No, but I mean, regardless, I don't think that he has the super high um, no. top end potential just because of the the lack of a um, receiving threat that he is. But even so, I think the sixth round is still good value for him. Um, oh, he's yeah. going early in the fifth, um, but sixth round is still a value. So, hey, yeah. there's that. There's that. Yeah, I, I, he'll have to have a, a, a Garrett Blunt touchdown type of year. To be, you know, really entrenched into the top ten, top dude. Fifteen is a lot. <laughs> oh no, it definitely is. Like, uh, do you think? I mean, I think that he's getting less this year. So. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I mean, the playoffs—he was crazy good in the playoffs. I think he scored five or six touchdowns in the playoffs by by themselves. Right. So. Yeah. The next running back is really, really, really good too. Oh really? He's a he's a little white guy. Well, you see pictures of him. He uh, he's Jack, but no, oh, bless up. I know. <laughs> Run CMC, man, keeping him in the first round by Charlie. Thanks to Nick McFinley, man. Nick McFinley. God, who let Michael in the damn league? What the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, man, CMC. He's going in the first round. Charlie gets to keep him in the first round. So I don't really think there's much else to say. There it is. Boom, done. Ready to move on? Yep. What's next? We got um, this guy named, his name is Daniel. Do you know who that is? Is he the new guy? He sounds like a pretty pretty cool guy. Yeah, sounds like a pretty pretty weird guy. 
Um, but yeah, this guy named Daniel's keeping Aaron Jones in the fourth round. Aaron Jones. That's my guy, man. That's me. Oh, that's you. Oh. That's me. Yeah, then he is a weird guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's funny. I was, I was watching uh, Aaron Jones' ADP. Uh, it was at the end of July. I was watching his ADP every day. Huh. And I kid you not, within a week, he moved up like seven spots in the ADP. And uh, the day I, I put it in, he was a fourth-round pick. So for me, that's the very last pick of the fourth round. Uh, it was like 36.7 was <laughs> his ADP. That's great. I said, Talena, I need to put it in right now. That's what so I did. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> I, I woke up the next morning. I checked it. And she was 36. pregnant. What? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was uh, 36.4, man, the very next day. I was Damn. Like, yeah, because for me, it's either the last pick of the fourth or the first pick of the third if I was not going you know, to make that right, decision. Right, right, no, absolutely. And if he would have jumped into the third, I wouldn't have done it. Um, so, yeah, I was – he's still right now. He's still in the third round. Like, yeah, and no, no, he's high in the third round, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, not, not high, but, like, he's well into the third round now. Yeah. So, I put it in. I was happy I did. Uh, I'm excited for him this year. It was tough because I, I do really like Darius guys. I really do. Yeah. I just don't think it's this year for him. I know, man. I know. But here's the thing. He's a 14th rounder. Uh, no, very true. It would have been – actually, it would have been a 12. Oh, that's but, right. He wasn't last. So but, I mean, either way, 12, 14. It's not that big of a deal. For me, I want to win. And <laughs> obviously, we all want to win, what? right? You want to win? You don't want to trade yeah. away your first, second, and third round picks for next year? Never. I would never do that. Oh, okay. But I just didn't feel like Darius – I think all the signs in the offseason pointed to even the team was worried about Darius, guys. Luckily, as of tonight, he has been cleared to finally play a game tomorrow what? Um, in his preseason. So we'll see how it goes. Is that the first they, time? That's the first time. He, has, he just got cleared to play in a game. Wow. So – and they also brought Adrian Peterson back. Even if Geis is, is, is fine this year, I was just so worried that if I kept him and he just ended up being a bench filler, you know? Yeah. I, I don't feel like I could drop him just because right. I kept him for so late, right? Yeah. And he would just – our bench is already, is already five. Well, that's why you put him in the sit. IR slot. I you? couldn't. If he's not in the IR, IR I couldn't. Well, if he's you know injured, I mean? you can put him on the IR slot. If he's yeah, if he's injured. But what I'm saying is, if he's not injured, and he's just another guy, he's just sitting there playing, you know, with Adrian Peterson, not being productive enough to be in a lineup, but still clogging up a bench spot that I don't feel like I could let him go because right. I kept him for so late. I'm like, oh, I'll just keep him next year. Uh, I, Aaron Jones, seen him do it between weeks eight and fourteen last year. He was the number five running back in fantasy. He can. He has top ten upside. Hell yeah! So, I was happy to grab him on the last pick of the fourth round. No, that's good value, man. That's good value. I could not uh, agree with you more. Agree with? Could not agree with me? More. <laughs> I could not agree with you more. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I could not agree with you. No. Nope. Okay. Cool. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, but we're, right now we got back-to-back Packers, man. Jamie's also keeping a fudge Packer. He's keeping Devontae Adams for the second year. 
He's keeping him in the third round. Devontae Adams was the number one wide receiver last year. Dude, Devontae Adams is pretty good at football. Dude, he's so good. Uh, fun, fun little stat I read. If you take Devontae Adams' worst fantasy game last year, yeah, he still finishes, and you and you give him those stats for 16 games, he still finishes as the number one wide receiver last year. No way. Yeah, that's how good he was last year. He didn't, I don't, he didn't have any games below double digits last year. Dude, that can't be true. Dude, I'm telling you, it's true. You're telling me his very worst game, 16 times? 16 times, he's still the number one wide receiver. Let's get, see what his worst game. Get out it's of cra- here. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how good he was last year. Let's that see. just means he was beyond consistent. No, he was obviously the most consistent player uh, at wide receiver last year. Hmm. Freaking. I don't know if I believe amazing. that. Let's see what his his worst game was six for so forty and a touchdown. Okay, so or eight for eighty one. Actually, in our league, eight for eighty one. Eight for eighty one. So that's four. That's twelve point one points. Yeah, that's worst game. So that's his 12, worst game. Twelve dot one times sixteen. Yeah, no way. That's only a hundred ninety two points. What's up? Maybe it was PPR he was at. Yeah, I read it on PPR. Twitter. It has to be true. <laughs> there you go. Well, oh, there's another game he had. He had six for 40 with a score. Okay, so that's... So that would have been 16. Uh, and then the eight for 81 is also yeah. 16. Yeah. So Okay, so 16 times. That still seems kind of far-fetched. Yeah. Well, I'm going to... I'm gonna For PPR or out. non, right? So I'm going to call out this fantasy guy on Twitter then. Do it. And be like, hey, man. Show me the, show me where. Let's see. But regardless, look, regardless, <laughs> Devontae really Adams, good. really sick. Good. Great, great value in the third because he would have been a first round pick. Might have been the first wide receiver gone. Um, oh, very, very good possibility that that would have happened. Yeah. Let's and see, man, I really wish he didn't keep him last year. Remember how close he was to not keeping him yeah, or not dude. not trading him? He so, wanted to trade him. Jamie really wanted to trade him last year. Should have been, man. Should have. Damn. Should have, because the value would have been there. Yeah, no doubt. And I guess I'm in the third, so he's got his wide receiver one locked up, and he can do what he likes in the first two rounds. Yeah. Um, where's um, where's, Jamie, where's Jamie picking, by the way? Is he picking at 10? Third. Third, okay. Ah, yeah. I see what this is. Okay. Yeah, third. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And another wide receiver being kept by Stephen Jolly is Adam Thielen. The ninth round for Adam Thielen. Nice, man. Another white boy making another. it into the keepers. I like it. He was... Freaking amazing the first half of last year. Yeah, and then he wasn't amazing the last second half of last year. So what's it going to be this year, man? Is he not going to be amazing? I think he's going to be right down the middle. Right down the middle? Yep. Well, you can't beat right down the middle from his stats in the ninth round. Yeah, that's pretty good. Ninth round is good. 
Yeah, okay. I was looking for him. I was like, where is he at? Yeah, he finishes the wide receiver eight last year. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good, man. No, it's definitely damn good. That's pretty good. No so doubt. Even if, he, even if he fell four or five spots to 12 or 13 and you get him in the ninth round, great. Great, great, great. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, definitely a top five round player, but I think he's yeah. even going higher than that right now. Yeah, he's like, a, I think he's in third, and I, w- I would take him right there if, uh, yeah. if he mean, wasn't a keeper. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair value, that's for damn sure, but mm-hmm. it's just interesting to hear that, um, or interesting to see the dynamics of his his draft, um, his fo- fa- football season last year. Yeah, that yeah was, no uh, doubt. That was um, something to see. When Jolly texted me about Thielen, he was on the fence. He was between Cohen and Thielen. Ah, oh, I think he made the right decision. Yeah, Cohen's think, going a little bit later. Yeah, so he'll still be around. He has a lot of um, a lot more competition than Thielen does. Exactly, and they came out today and said, uh, "Coach came out and said that they, they want love to, Montgomery." With that, and they want to scale back um, Cohen's touches. Cohen a little bit, yeah. Keep him healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Uh, awesome. It sucks for him. Big time. Sucks. <laughs> and our very last keeper, man. Diallo is keeping Jared Goff, 14th round. Man. Locking up that QB spot. Locking in another white guy. I like this. There's a lot of diversity <laughs> in this uh, keeper pool here. <laughs> yeah, man. So he's getting a top a, a QB one at the very, very end of the draft. Yeah. Uh, can't beat that value. Yeah, I mean, I think. Let's put it this way. As long as everyone's healthy, Jared Goff's a good quarterback. And no doubt. starting the season, everyone's going to be healthy. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. He'll definitely get out of the gates hot. So hot. So hot. Any, anything you want to add on the keepers, man? Just a quick quick overview of them real fast. No, I'll keep that to myself. Okay. Like what, I, don't, I don't think you saw what I did there. Uh, I'm not in it. On the drive? Let's see. Huh? Oh, I asked yeah. out of it. Hey, hey, hey. No, um, I think uh, we did a good job of maintaining that um, we kept a good value on all the keepers that we, we do have here. So it'll be fun to see how the draft plays out here in the next couple of days. So excited to see it. Excited Can't for the draft. Excited wait. to have the uh, number one team. We'll see. Just pumped, man. We'll I'm pumped. We'll see about that. Yeah. Um, definitely have a, a nice starting point with Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, let's get to that listener question. Yeah. Where listener question. Love it, man. Love it. Hey, uh, just wanted to say we really appreciated all the listener questions from all y'all this um, this off season, and you know this one this one's you got some really good feedback, got some really good questions in here, and we're able to offer a lot of good insight. So. Um, Without further ado, I think this one, Dan, is going to be directed more towards you, so I'll go ahead and read it here. Okay. So, our listener asks, and you know what? I don't think he put his um, put his name in here, or her name, you know, gender neutral here. So, he, her, said, uh, the, or, okay, oh, oh, you know what? Never mind. The listener question, who is live from the dirtiest dungeon... Ooh, live. Like mm, wow, 30 dungeons. That's, that's interesting. Said, so last year, the bathroom at the draft 
wasn't up to the standard of previous years. What measures have you taken to show improvement heading into this season? I don't know if I should be offended by this question. <laughs> or not. I mean, that, that hurts a little bit, you know? It's like a backhanded ass compliment is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's like, damn, you know? Like, go pee on the yard then, shit. <laughs> Mocha. <laughs> um, yeah, man, so it's funny that that is the question that uh, I got because we did do a little bit of renovation, a little bit what? of changes to the to the bathroom. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, so not going to give away any details. You'll have yeah, to yeah, just, yeah. Keep that. Keep the suspense up. I'm excited. Just wait and see. I just hope. I just hope you guys. Uh, I just hope it's on par with the previous bathroom that you guys so much enjoyed. Yeah. No. No. Uh, we do too. Uh, so this one doesn't have any placenta uh, in it. Oh, okay. So that's always that's always a start. That's that's generally a good start. Okay. So, but yeah, man, you guys will just have to, to wait and see. You guys? You guys will have to wait and see. And FYI, uh, we did get a new toilet seat on it. What? You're giving away the big surprise. There's a new toilet seat. That's just a little bit of a surprise. There's a new toilet and there's seat more? on it. And there's more? And haters are going to say it's fake. But it's, it's there, man. Okay. It's nice. There, it's we nice. there we go. Heard it here first. New toilet hey. seat. More surprises to come. Get ready, get pumped, draft's here. Real quick, I think we should give the people Super Bowl pick. What do you think? Ooh, Super Bowl pick. Real quick. No, we don't got to go into, like, analysis mode. Okay. What you got? Uh, 40, 40, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, I'm going <laughs> to give it to the Saints this year, man. Wow. I'm going to give it to the Saints. They've been jipped the past two years. They could have been in the Super Bowl the past two years. Yeah. I think they're going to break through, and I think this is this is going to be their year. I think Drew Brees will go out on top. And what about you? who's he going to take out? Man, it's hard. It's hard to bet against the Patriots, so I won't do it. I'm going to say he's going to take out Tom Brady. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think um, it'll actually be the Eagles. Uh, got the Eagles, nice. I got the Eagles, and I think very similarly it'll be over the Pats. Uh Rematch. I want like. to take the Chiefs, but I think it's going to be the Pats because yeah. it's that's just how life works. It's always the Pats. Yeah. You can't go wrong by choosing the Patriots. Right. All right, cool, man. Are you ready? I'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you on Saturday, Dan. Draft, draft is kicking off at 3 o'clock. Doors open at 1 o'clock. Tap 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Tap, tap in the keg at 1. Whoop, whoop. And, uh... Yeah, be ready to to put Tommy to work so you can keep your your cup libations full. full. Yeah, you yes. need to stay hydrated. Stay dehydrated. <laughs> All right, man. I'll All right, see Dan. everybody on get Saturday. Get your pants on. Let's go. Ooh, let's do it. Later. We draft on dudes named Brady. Dudes hit on us, it's crazy. Drinks all around, please save me. In fantasy, we're fucked. Tiny dicks that we talk. You're in luck with box.